Okay, everybody, welcome to the Mixed Frequency Podcast. I'm Deja. I'm Xavier. And in this podcast, we research um, topics we're interested in, and then we talk about them. So this week is a Deja episode where uh, I got to choose my own topic in research. And I chose to research the 5G conspiracy theory. So first, we're going to ask you, Xavier, what Mm. do you know? about the 5g conspiracy theory almost nothing actually um so what i what i've heard is that basically um a 5g technology is becoming more feasible and we're trying to like move towards actually doing it Mm -hmm. um but people think that 5g causes a lot of problems that it may or may not cause right um that that's the extent of my knowledge i've mostly been ignoring it yeah that's i mean that's basically what it is so like just a quick i guess if you want to call it a definition so it's basically a theory that blames the rollout of 5g technology for the spread of covid19 that's the specific section of it that we're gonna look at there's so many different like (laughs) i missed that completely did you really i just this is my first time hearing i find that 5g causes covid incredible like i feel like for a period of time especially like around march like in the very beginning it was like all over the place there's just been so much going on (laughs) i don't know okay so what i had to do first was i tried to look up some like history of conspiracies related to mobile phone technology right Mm -hmm. so um what i have is that these type of conspiracies um, have been around for like a very long time, actually. So according to conversation.com, conspiracies have been circulating since like the 1900s. And doctors first talked about Wait, some conspiracies about just about in general conspiracies or? related to mobile phone technology. Since the 1900s. That's what this says. That's what I said. According to the conversations.com. What's wrong? Do we, uh... Am I crazy? We didn't have mobile phones in the 1900s, right? You, you didn't let me get there. <laughs> okay. All right. Continue. <laughs> it's not. I'll explain. I'll explain. Yeah, continue. So um, that's why specifically I said mobile phone technology. Technology. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So doctors first talked about something called radiophobia in 1903. Um, and radiophobia is defined a lot of different ways but for this conversation i'm going to use the definition that says it's a fear of real or imagined danger from radiation or radioactivity so basically right okay i mean i feel is it like radio because there's a bunch of different types of radiation so like Um, radio waves specifically or yeah radiation radiation i feel like is believable legit right yeah so at this point it's like fear of radiation and like the radio yeah just in general okay so um it was first used in a paper in a paper entitled radiophobia and radiomania by dr albert soyland of los angeles in 1903 um once again the term was described was used to describe people who were afraid of radio broadcasting and receiving technology. So we're going to take a little bit of a jump. And during the 1950s and the 1960s, the science service associated the term with the fear of gamma radiation and the use 
uh, the medical use of x-rays. Okay. Right. So right now it's the fear of all these like different things so far under yeah. this one umbrella, right? And these things are still new at the time, right? Yeah, they are. They're okay. Very, so, I mean, I feel like that. It's fair. I, I just feel like, I feel like we're going to get to a point because right now it all seems very reasonable and I just feel like it's not going to stay that way. I guess it depends on who you're talking to. Okay. If you're trying to have an open mind, I guess. It, it, there are sections of it that you can be like, yeah, okay, I guess I can see why people would be like fearful of that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Okay, so then in a newspaper column, which was published in 1970 by Dr. Dr. Harold Petit, MD, wrote, a healthy respect for the hazards of radiation is desirable. When atomic testing began in the early 1950s, these hazards were grossly exaggerated, producing a new psychological disorder, which has been called radiophobia or nuclear neurosis. Okay. Right? Yep. Okay. So now we're going to um, jump to March 1st, 1954, at the Castle Bravo testing. So Castle Bravo was the first in a series of thermonuclear nuclear weapon designs tested by the United States, right? Mm -hmm. This was being tested at Marshall Islands, which is an island country located in the Pacific Ocean near the equator. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kind of spaced out, whatever. And they were testing a shrimp device that was... <laughs> a shrimp device? Yeah, that's what, Shrimp like, is in small or shrimp is in the creature? Small. Okay. Because remember, they're testing a thermonuclear weapon. It's just called the shrimp device. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah, cool. Right. Um, and the device was predicted to, you know, I guess the reaction from the device was predicted to be four to six megatons. It overshot the prediction and produced 15, right? And it also, okay. it, it's, a, it's a big overshoot. And the test also produced something called bikini snow which is basically visible particles of nuclear fallout. Ooh, when was this? This was in 1954. Okay, sounds about right. right. Okay. So we've got the bikini snow and the nuclear fallout, right? So in the area, there were fishing boats. Specifically, there's a Japanese fishing boat. And they were outside of the area that had been, like, predicted. So they're outside the four to six, like, area distance. From the testing site but they weren't far enough out to not get impacted by the 15 which was what it actually did right so two weeks after the testing 20 the 23 member fishing crew that was fishing outside of that zone and came in contact with the bikini snow started to get sick Ooh, two weeks yep That's about two fast. weeks after, okay they started to get sick and about seven months later their chief radio man died oh no because it had been found that, like, coming in contact with them kind of gave them burns, basically, and stuff like that. Yeah, radiation burns. Right, radiation burns. So he died. And then um, later on, they found out that about 100 other fishing boats were also contaminated with, obviously, the fishermen on the boat. And then people on that island and surrounding islands all had to be evacuated because they had come in contact to a certain degree with the bikini snow. Mm. 
this event was covered up for a while, but when people started to find out about it, it resulted in a widespread fear that was later reflected in pop culture. So one of the specific examples they gave was um, in Godzilla. I knew were, it. Right, yeah. There okay. were a lot of messages of like post-war radiation embedded throughout the film. Mm-hmm. And is, obviously there are a lot more like films and stuff, but that was like yeah. one of the big, that was a huge film. Yeah. So a lot of people are like making those connections and the fear starts to like spread. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Japan has very good reasons for fear of I, nuclear I radiation. Would, yeah, I would definitely. <laughs> I would yeah. Um, so we jump forward to about the 1970s where now we got to keep this in mind. So these events have happened. There's like a lingering fear. You know what I mean? It's not always at the forefront, but people know about it. So the 1970s, people started to develop the fear of power lines and microwaves. Because okay. um, a 1979 study conducted by Nancy um, Werthermeyer, Werthermeyer? Oh, oh dear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Ed Leper suggested that children who had cancer often lived near power lines. Okay. So I mean, I feel like, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like as you have more people living near power lines, that could just be a, just like a density thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't know. Okay. That's what their study said. Said, right. Like electric and, power lines? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was, listen, I just making sure. Um. And then in addition to this study coming out, so now people are freaking out about the power lines that are, at this point, popping up all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then you have, um, there was also a lot of panic about radiation that comes from the TVs, microwaves, and other household appliances like hair dryers and electric blankets mm-hmm. that were like a very big deal to have within the home at the time. Yeah, this was in the 70s? Yep, 1979. Okay, it's weird because I remember like hearing stuff like this I guess it just lasted, like stuff like, oh, the microwave will melt your brain or stuff like that. Yeah, and it's yeah. crazy because um, I feel like stuff like that still kind of lingers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know how, like, mom would always be like, well, don't stand in front of the microwave because, you know, that radiation will get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so I guess, that, we do the same thing with cell phones now, too. Yeah, but, I mean, we can't be that scared of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we use them like crazy. I mean, we, we smoke, too. I mean. Yeah, I mean. We just humans. We just don't care. We love to we kill ourselves, I guess. Um, so there's a lot of panic about that on top of the lingering radiation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to jump again to the 1990s, where we've now got cell phones with 2G cellular networks. Mm-hmm. And this is like almost immediately after 2G is like, you know, rolled out or whatever. We have opponents of 2G technology we're starting to say that the radiation from cell phones are also causing cancer. Wow. Okay. So this right here is like a big, I guess, starting point specifically connecting like the 2G, 3G, blah, 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 to sickness, Mm -hmm. disease, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I said, although it's not always like present, there seems to consistently be like a lingering fear of the effects of cellular technologies and radiation and stuff like that 
Mm-hmm. Right. So now we're we're going to go ahead and jump to where we are. 2020 and the 5G conspiracy, right? So after reading, discovered that there's different like variations of the conspiracy. And these are some of the main ones. So the first one is the claim that 5G was first tested in Wuhan, China, mm-hmm. which is the location that a lot of people believe the pandemic also began. Um, we go. Right. Okay. There's an article out that already debunks that because 5G had already begun to be used in a whole bunch of other locations prior to uh, Wuhan using it. So that kind of also tested in Wuhan. Right. So people took that and okay. was like, boom, boom. There's one connection. Yeah. There's also the um variation of the theory that coronavirus was created to keep people inside while engineers installed 5G technology everywhere. So people believe okay. that somebody somewhere, most likely the government, took the time to create coronavirus. Mm-hmm to keep everyone indoors so they could just do like a mass just installation of these 5g towers and stuff i mean i guess well why would you what for what why would you need to do that yeah okay it kind of leads into another one but people also think that they did that so that they can also force people to do to be vaccinated where inside the vaccination they would put a chip in you for tracking. <laughs> this is excellent radio, but I'm just shocked. A, a chip? Yeah. So in the vaccine, there's what, like a, a nano machine, I like guess? A, um, just, uh, like a microchip or something. That just tracks your location? Yeah. And I does think. Does your cell phone not do that? It does. It definitely, your cell phone, your laptop, probably the GPS. But I mean, we some, have cameras if they want. If They can okay. do it in so many ways. Yeah. But people believe that that was a part of, like, the process. Okay. Um, another variation is that 5G radiation weakens the immune system. It makes people vulnerable to catching COVID. Okay. And then the last one is that 5G technology directly transmits coronavirus to people just through radiation mm-hmm. now okay so i guess if the theory was that 5g radiation causes coronavirus that would be one thing mm-hmm. but it transmits it yeah so like i guess the the coronavirus rides the radiation waves into your like what how does that what's the what's the rationale right so i'm gonna try to get more into that but it's so like i don't know there's so many different like starting points and different like avenues of Mm -hmm. belief that like play into the theory Mm -hmm. that it's hard to pinpoint one particular yeah one particular like start and one particular, like, concise explanation. Right. Well, I, that's the problem with a lot of things now is that everything's like a this, like, really huge interconnected self-regenerating cycle. Right. I don't know. But, so, yeah. <clears throat> and there were a lot of, like, different events, I guess, that started happening after, like, 5G 
towers and things had started to be um, installed that a lot of people connected to the danger of them. One, like one of the best examples, so this is why I chose this one, is that people believed that they were responsible for an unexplained death of hundreds of birds in the Netherlands. So there's basically like a park and I guess somebody, people were walking through the park and there's just a location where there was just a whole bunch of just dead birds on the ground. First connection, people said, oh my God, they just put those towers in there. We jumped right to 5G. I mean, okay. <laughs> in in their defense, that is incredibly spooky. It's terrifying. And like I, guess I, it's- I, someone would, if I walked out there and I saw that, my first reaction would be something's going on. Yeah. I just don't know why it would be five. I would, I would jump to disease first before anything else. I mean, I guess maybe it depends on the, obviously people are going to look for stuff that feeds into what they already believe. Right. So but, if, if they're already thinking, oh, 5G is a problem, man, it's taking over. And then you just, especially if in the area, they started to like install things. And then mm-hmm. now these birds just drop dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, quick though. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it keep killing birds? I wonder. I right. That's, that's one thing. It was this one instance. So it wasn't like consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did obviously an autopsy of the birds because it's such a random like of course yeah you, thing. you almost have to look into it right and the autopsy found that there was like internal in- injury that was most likely caused from the birds like running into each other and into other trees like trees that's e- and that's, branches makes it worse yeah that's <laughs> even weirder <laughs> I know but they speculate that the birds were in a panic at the presence of a hunting owl that was in the area <laughs> And so because the presence of this predator, basically, the birds freaked out and just started, like, wilding and was slamming into each other in the trees and stuff. Are owls just not normally there? I don't know. Imagine imagine (laughs) the birds just numb. It's just, imagine, I don't know. Imagine if, I don't know. That's crazy. You would think if they were able to, I feel like we wouldn't have birds if (laughs) stuff like that could happen. So that's like, that's like the conclusion. Right. That's not 5G. So I feel like if I already believe that's possibly 5G and someone tells me, yeah, these birds just aren't used to other owls, I'll be like, something's up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Right. I, I can't, I don't know. I can't even throw stones at that one. So that was like one like occurrence that kind of catapulted it forward, at least in the Netherlands specifically. So I tried to look for like the origins of the 5G conspiracy and like who started it basically now. Because obviously there's already like prior fears and stuff that are connected. Right. But who sat there and said 5G coronavirus connection so that was really hard to pinpoint obviously one because there's so many different variations also this isn't just something that's like in the united states it's like global pandemics global the belief of the 5g being connected is also also global global. right so it's (laughs) go ahead everything's on an excellent track i'm excited for the future absolutely so, um, a common theme that I did find, and some of the ones that I'm going to 
you know, um, list after this is that it often starts with a doctor <laughs> who makes a video, a post, an article, interview. Now, most of the time, these doctors are general practitioners. You know, they're not epidemiologists. Right. They're not. Okay. Right. So I want to make a point that, like, it's something that uh, Jade and I talk about all the time is people see doctor and they forget that, like, most doctors are, like, specialized in one thing. They think just because someone's got doctor in front that they, they're end all be all. Yeah, I, I have this problem a lot where we assume there's a couple of careers where we assume that you've reached like terminal brain velocity where you just you've shattered the ceiling and you just understand it all. Yeah. And like, so that's not the case. That's like a really big thing, because like yeah. most of the time, <clears throat> the articles that I look at that reference these moments make sure to say that you know, this person's a general practitioner or they work in this specific field. None of these right. people are like trained to be able to identify <laughs> something like that. Something like that. They don't really, they don't look at pandemics and they don't look at technology and they're not an engineer. Of, you know what I mean? Right. They, so there's just no, there's this, no crossover. Yeah. There's no credibility really in these right. kind of, but anyway, so, um, it was also, sorry, it was also believed that because when COVID started, it was kind of like a, not kind of, it was definitely like a mass panic and science takes time and people yep. didn't have immediate answers. Yep. So naturally the human brain looks to find patterns and connections. And that was also the next like new phenomenon that was happening was the release of this awesome 5G stuff. And then you got this unanswerable like sickness that people can't identify anything with. So people just naturally was like, it's got to be connected. Yeah. Also, I mean, elections and politics were like coming up, you know, was getting yeah. crazy again. So people were just yeah. throwing everything into a pot and like made it into one thing. Um, so according to Slate.com, on March 18th, of 2020, a man named Dr. Thomas Cowan, I believe, MD, posted a YouTube video discussing COVID. In the video, he makes the argument that all pandemics are linked to the electrification of the earth. Electrification is his word, so, quote, okay. <laughs> electrification, in quote, of the earth. Okay, okay. wait, 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 wait. Electrify are we going to explain electrification? I can try to. I didn't <laughs> like when I'm. I read about him. He was mentioned in most, and nothing like went into detail. Well, okay. So basically, what he means is, before each major pandemic, there was a giant jump in some sort of like technology. What was the one for the plague? Uh. I don't have that plague. What what plague? The 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 the, the, the bubonic, the bubonic plague. Yeah. We don't have that, but what we do have is oh okay. <laughs> we have um, in two thousand three, three G was introduced. That same year was the SARS outbreak, and four G. I mean, in two thousand nine, four G was introduced. Introduced that same year, we had the swine flu outbreak, and then twenty twenty. 
5G was introduced, we have coronavirus outbreak. And these are like the connections that he made. Uh, okay. He I said, just feel like, so hang on. I feel like, I feel like this is one of those correlation causation issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just because two things line up doesn't necessarily mean That being said, I'm not qualified to make that call in any way. Mm -hmm. It just seems a little, it it just could be so many other things. It seems a little weird to just say, ah, it's 5G and just move on. That's what a lot of people, scientists, organizations that were, I guess, made it their job to debunk his theories or other people's theories were saying that really people are just taking two like incredibly timed phenomenons and saying, you know, they go together. But he specifically said, before every pandemic of the last 150 years, there's a quantum leap in the electrification of the earth. This was his, like, overall statement. And this video got more than 66,000 views on YouTube. Um, His lecture was also given at the Health and Human Rights Summit which is apparently known as an anti-vax conference that happens in Arizona. Okay. Right. That's and fun information. And his talk, his, you know, conference also received thousands of views through Facebook. And we know how Facebook likes to work. So <laughs> imagine Facebook. the spread of that. Okay. So we have another one that claims this is where it started. <coughs> Excuse me. According to the wire.com, it started on January 22nd in the Belgian newspaper. Um, there's an interview with Chris Van Kirchkevin. I hope. Okay. Um, right. a, thank you. I know. Yeah. A general practitioner who stated that, quote, 5G is life threatening and no one knows it, end quote. Uh, later in the what is it this is an interview yeah later in the interview he also linked 5g to coronavirus now he did point out like right before he made that link he said that he hadn't done a fact check but he thinks that it is related to coronavirus the article has since been deleted on the grounds of the claim not being you know backed up with anything but mm-hmm. it was basically too late. <laughs> by the time it was posted, um, his comments were picked up by an anti-5G, by multiple anti-5G campaigns. And this is in Belgium, mind you. And then within a few days, that theory had spread to a lot of English, English language Facebook um, pages. Right. Okay. So it's already like massively spread. Box is um, open, can't close it now. Right. And then the last major one is that there's a major voice within the conspiracy, um, and it's a propaganda broadcaster, RT. Now, I looked up where RT was, but I'm not sure that I found what it's supposed to be, because what I looked up said something like Russia Times. Okay. And I don't think that doesn't, that doesn't like sound track right. to what I found later, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Did you do you have you heard of anything called Mm-mm. RT? Apparently they're like a really big like um broadcasting platform of some, you know. Um, it's my first time hearing it. 
Right. It's completely beyond me. I don't know. Yeah. So apparently an RT correspondent named Michelle Greenstein explained that 5G has one catch, quote, it might kill you in a 2019 YouTube video that has about 2 million views. They also found that Greenstein has reported different versions of the same idea at least 10 times alone um, since the start of 2019. And this publication views, um, I'm sorry, this publication averages a million views per day, which is... um, which is higher than any other news outlet. And this is this is RT still? RT, yeah. Okay. It so I found RT. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think it's Russia Times. But I I really can't tell. Did did you find the website? For RT? Yeah. No. It's literally just RT.com apparently. Maybe it is Russian times. There's a lot of like Putin stuff here. Anyway, can, can, let's continue. We can we can, we can round back for right. I literally yeah. looked and I was like, I don't know if this is right. Like it didn't seem, but it it might be because it's got. If I'm looking at the header, it says news USA UK Russia and FSU op-ed sport business shows podcast projects. So okay. the USA section is probably going to be on any news site just because of how the how usa is right i could make the same argument for the uk russia and fsu i don't usually see places like specifically but that could just be because i'm never looking for it right but who knows so anyway this platform or this broadcasting platform averages a million views per day it's higher than any other news outlet and this one correspondent for them has done like 10 different stories on the fact that 5g might kill you alone so this is still michelle yes it's still michelle and so this played a really um large role in yeah (laughs) yeah i just heard you say she is put in work it plays a really large role within the conspiracy okay um so in addition to these people who, I guess, followers are calling, like, reliable sources. There was a, a decent number of celebrities who have, like, pretty, right, who have pretty solid platforms who were reiterating this, who, wow, I'm struggling to talk, who reiterated these ideas for these a good celebrities, while. celebrities, man. Right. So, the first example... Um, and this is the example that I got introduced to the idea from was it's um, not Keanu, I'm fine. <laughs> it's not Keanu. He remains <laughs> he remains uh safe. Yep. Thank God. The first one was Carrie Hilson. Do you know who Carrie Hilson is? No. Do you know that song Pretty Girl Rock that everyone uses? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, you would. You would, Carrie. <laughs> right. She made Pretty Girl Carrie Hilson. She has 4.2 million followers, right? So she did a lot of, like, retweeting, like, videos that were talking about the conspiracy theories and basically connecting 5G to coronavirus. Um, in March, she, let's see, 
she tweeted, what we're going through is the effects of radiation. 5G launched in China, November 1st, 2019. People dropped dead. And then she told people to look at her attached stories for more information. And she says, turn off 5G by disabling LTE. Three exclamation marks. Uh, the hallmark of an unhinged person. <laughs> the exclamation marks. More and than so, two is bad news. Remember well, that. I'm so dead. And so this goes out to 4.2 million people, right? Mm-hmm. Then she doesn't stop here, obviously. She does a couple more. This one says, people have been trying to warn us about 5G for years. All caps. Petitions, organizations, studies. What we're going through is the effects of radiation. And she just kind of reiterates what she said earlier. Then there's another one that says, why do you think the virus is not happening in Africa like that? Not a 5G region. There may be a few bases there, but not as prevalent as other countries. It has nothing to do with melanin. Because at the time, people were theorizing that, like, black people couldn't get COVID. This is at the very beginning. You remember that, right? Really? No. Where were, Where do you be? <laughs> Listen, I had other stuff going on when COVID was... In the beginning, like, it didn't seem like that a lot of black people slash minorities were getting COVID. And people were like, oh, it's the melanin. It's da 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 da. The melanin? Man. The melanin. People, we really don't know anything. We don't. We, we don't know a single we thing. Don't. And what's crazy is it's like people do everything but like wait for the people who study this for years to tell you what they think is going on. Incredible. The melanin, though. Yeah. Apparently that was a that was a theory. But and then, anyway. Didn't that end up being wrong, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like we just didn't they just didn't give time for the numbers to catch up. That's really what it was. Yeah. Like people well, didn't have patience. <laughs> people uh, we need to we have to have a discussion about people and like we are just we're waiting for black people to unleash our superpowers. <laughs> That's really what we want. And I, guess, uh, I just don't think it's going to happen, guys. I don't know. I think people are really holding out hope for it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just feel like without naming any particular like periods of time, I feel like if there was a time for our superpowers to activate, we would have <laughs> we should have done so before this point. Not but without naming any particular <laughs> I'm not going to point any fingers, but I think there's a few <laughs> there's a few there's a few events that might have been great for that. <laughs> anyway, continue. Right. So this is what she's saying. Um, we have another another celebrity, Wiz Khalifa. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I know Wiz. Somehow. Look at you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, who has 36.2 million followers. So the numbers are racking up. You know what I mean? He tweets, Corona, 5G, or both. That's all he tweets. Over 41,000 likes. Music man said Corona is 5G. Literally, that, I feel like people just, I don't know. I I really don't know what it is, but somebody who they follow says something and they're just like, you must know because you've got followers. I don't know what the logic is. I really don't. money. So money equals knowledge? About money everything? Equals, money equals success, which equals knowledge. 
and just mm-hmm. general being right. It, it's it's kind of like tied to that uh, that thing we were talking about where people they feel like a doctor or like a CEO or a, like a I guess like an engineer to a certain extent have reached like peak knowledge. peak knowledge. And I feel like money, it just any rich person has a little bit of that going on unless they do something real dumb. Like you, you have to be Even a public then. idiot for years. Yeah. Sheesh. That's crazy. Like I, I just don't know how you could look at this because I was listening to like other, you know, podcasts that I listened to and they followed her because they're a pop culture, you know, podcast. Yeah. So they follow celebrities who are relevant. And she tweeted it and they literally had a whole episode just laughing about how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know why everyone doesn't have the capability to be like, oh, that's, you don't have the qualification to tell me that that's what it, like, why would I believe that? I have no clue. Yeah, I just Khalifa? He, of all the people in the world. Not that he's not a smart person. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm but he's like, not a, he's like, not like a, Okay. I maybe if I saw that I'd be like, "Oh, maybe there is something." But I wouldn't you wouldn't I feel like I'd be a little skeptical at Who least. Cares? You know what I mean? like have you heard that saying where people be like, um if something like crazy happens, they'd be like, "If somebody find Jaheem, we got to know what Jaheem thinks." <laughs> yeah. Same energy. Like who cares? What are you talking I about? I just is we could I feel like part of the problem is it, we need to be okay to just go, I don't know what's happening. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. And until we get some scientists to verify this thing, I just don't know. But even when scientists do, like scientists who that's their area of study, people just Yeah, don't... but then we ignore them. Yeah. People I don't, don't want to like buy it, receive it. I don't know. I, I Well, I think part of it is like name recognition though. Because I think what happens is people tend to believe people they perceive as like part of their in group almost. Mm-hmm. And when you know have a celebrity, um, it's almost like you know what a parasocial relationship is. No, please explain. Okay, so I will. I don't have like expert knowledge on it, but basically, it's the phenomenon that happens when like you have. I see it mostly on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, where you have this person you follow and they make content like talking to the viewer but it comes off as like interacting with you because of the way social media works Mm -hmm. so it's basically like you're wow what's what's the organ that's failing me right your brain your brain (laughs) interprets um interprets that as if you're making a connection with someone even though you're really not so it's like these people, celebrities, feel like they're a part of your in-group, so they get that, that extra trust. And all of this has really been just like a really roundabout way for me to say we need to bring back Bill Nye. Um, <laughs> because if we simply had Bill Nye, the science guy, none of this would happen. I mean, I guess he's still around. He's, people don't like, want to hear Bill Nye either. <laughs> we need we need more Nyes. Listen, people were down for Bill Nye until he came on there and was like, Wash your hands, cause coronavirus is dangerous. Then it was like, Bill don't know what he talking about. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, maybe. Wow, that theory debunked. Yeah, it's debunked. Uh, I don't know, but anyway, no force can overpower American selfishness. Idiots. So now we move on to another one. There's like, yeah, a, MIA. You remember MIA, the girl who sang Paper Planes? 
No, hang on. You know, all you gotta do is boom, boom, boom. Really? Her? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Where has she been at? <laughs> she had a kid, so maybe you know. Doing and she rounded back for this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, she's still in my brain. I wouldn't think, oh my god, I gotta go follow in my head. But she's got six hundred fifty thousand followers. Okay, that's a lot. <laughs> um, and this is what she says. <clears throat> If I had to choose the vaccine or chip, I'm going to choose death. That was her tweet. The chip she's referring to is the one I mentioned earlier, where people believe that um, coronavirus is like a ploy to mass vaccinate people and then implant them with a tracking chip. That was her tweet. Okay. Right. So basically, she's just not going to get vaccinated. Right. Is what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I Okay, so I feel kind of bad about bringing this up. Mm -mm. But remember when we were talking about how it's kind of reasonable to, like, believe that people would be afraid of certain things? Mm -hmm. I feel like vaccines are one of those things. Because, like, if you think about it, it, it basically you just have to go in some person you don't know it just injects you with something you don't really understand mm -hmm. and you just have to like and there's the idea that like it's like part of the virus that's in the vaccine which may or may not be true depending on the vaccine mm -hmm. um so i feel like i feel like we give anti-vaxxers a really hard time but their fear the their fear of vaccines it's it's not like totally unreasonable i don't think it's we give them a hard time because of the fear cuz like you right. said when you just take all the other stuff away and you yeah. you know state it like that someone a reasonable person could understand that fear i think the hard time comes in when they start just making like wild accusations that they have no idea about yeah and they're doing stuff that like puts other people at risk also yes that that like, that is the thing you had remember that group of people they were you know anti-vaccinations or whatever to the point where like their children started getting like measles again mm -hmm. yeah i i kind of remember that now you're putting other people at risk who like literally cannot take stuff because of other yeah. you know situations they've got going on and they just got to deal with it type of a thing yeah or you start and, and that to is say, the problem and they get a little like ableist where they start talking about like you know um autism and like being you know not being able to walk and, and it just gets a yeah. little and then you get the people that are like oh we should let this happen because it should have cleared out the people who couldn't survive which yeah. is like that's that's getting on like i don't like saying this but that's getting on nazi level that's that's yeah. getting on purge the weak levels yeah and i so, think that's where most of the hate starts to come from yeah like you're, you're probably right i'm just all i'm saying is like i definitely understand the 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 fear component of that situation of like this person's going to put some some substance into my body and i have no idea what it actually does right yeah i can't and i just have that. to take their word for it because there's no way for me to verify it yeah i can understand that especially in most situations with this one specifically i feel like it differs a little bit because 
in my opinion, you've got like an L on this side, maybe, and like a concern on this side. You're gonna have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the the thing the thing that gets me with the coronavirus is not actually the the point of like we need to take the vaccine because we have to like we have to get everything back going so we need you guys to stop doing this but i feel like there's crossover between i'm not wearing a vaccine people and i'm not wearing a mask people so i you can't when we asked you to simply put the mask on you said no i you can't you cannot come to me now with like oh i'm not taking the vaccine just shut up like you just don't want to do anything you don't want to do yeah That's exactly what it is. That's what it, like, at that point, specifically because we had such a hard time getting people to just put a gosh darn cloth over their face. Yeah. I, yeah, I I just, I don't know. It's been a, it's been a long year. My sympathy is gone. That's another, like, point a lot of these articles made is that a lot of people who believed in these theories are also people who didn't believe that, you know, washing your hands and wearing a mask really make a difference yeah. so they didn't do it yeah washing your hands though are we not on the same page about washing our hands you you're supposed to do that anyway man let me tell you what <laughs> what's going on what People is going on disgusting is we're not shaking is. no hands that 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 custom is gone isn't forever. that a thing in certain other cultures where they don't shake hands because they don't know yeah, I think, I, you know, I kind of remember hearing that when I was really young. And at the time, the joke was like, oh, it's because they're so dirty. We really thought, we really thought we could throw stones about something like we're that. We're trash. Oh, incredible. Trash. Incredible. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, we've also got Woody, I believe it's, it's pronounced Harrelson, 60,800 uh, followers. Do you know who this guy is? Just off name? Nope. Okay. So he is an Academy Award-nominated actor. He was in Zombieland. Oh, yeah, I do know this guy. Yeah, Cheers. Um, oh, now not Woody. See me, Hunger Games, this guy, yeah. and a lot of stuff. And what happened to him is he kind of got caught up in a, um, what do you call it? I was going to say a hoax, but I don't know if that's the, the proper term for it. But he got caught up in something that basically wasn't true. So he shared a video that was titled, Meanwhile, the Chinese are bringing down 5G antennas. And so in the video, it's people in, uh, Chinese people, you know, living in China. And it looks like they've like tore down a 5G antenna. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, shared it. All of his followers supported him. Um... In the idea that the 5G antennas were causing a problem, they're the issue. Come to find out later that this video was actually um, an old video of the 2019 Hong Kong protests. And they mm-hmm. somebody just changed the caption to make it look like this had anything to do with 5G and the coronavirus. And what was actually happening in the video is that the protesters were taking down a small lamppost. That was um, okay, go off. thought to be like tracking them, tracking protesters, mm-hmm. or getting information about the protesters. So, another form Hong of Kong protest last year as well, twenty nineteen. This it's been one of those ones. It's running together. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, then I believe this is my last example. Teddy Riley, 
Do you know who Teddy Riley is? Um, maybe. Let me let me do the face test. Hang on. <laughs> He's why you do your face test? He's got sixty eight thousand five hundred followers. Um, I've never heard of this man. He's okay. famous for producing Mary J. Blige, Whitney Houston, uh, Michael Jackson, Mariah Carey. So you can imagine who his followers are. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, Here we go. <laughs> so he was on Instagram Live with this other guy who's like a podcaster or whatever, kind of famous or whatever. And they weren't even talking about 5G. I believe the guy interviewing him, he had just had a versus. Do you know what versus is? Mm -mm. I mean, I'm seeing like a little promo for it. I'm assuming it's some kind of like some kind of showdown because it's versus. But yeah, kind of, kind of. They take typically they like take two artists of some sort that are comparable and they get on like Instagram Live and they play their greatest hits slash songs against people. A whole bunch of people watch and relive the glory days. <laughs> Basically a versus. There's been one with like uh, Keisha Cole and Ashanti, uh, Gladys Knight and... The Pips. <laughs> Gladys Knight and, I don't know, another legend. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Is it, It's like deciding who's better? They're just like... Kind of, but really. it's supposed to be more, like, lighthearted. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, you play their song, or they play their songs, this person plays their song. People talk about how great the song was, where they were, where it came out, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so it's not like a rap battle. It's right. just like a, okay. Right. The interview was about that, and the guy interviewing him was saying, hey, I was a little concerned about y'all. You know, y'all weren't socially distancing, and y'all weren't wearing your masks and stuff. And Teddy Riley responds, I just really feel like we're being bamboozled. You know what I'm saying? We're being made to believe so many things are not the truth. It's really about this new world order that they're trying to put in with these 5G connections. As opposed to being worried, of, that was his response to basically, why weren't y'all protecting yourselves? Yeah. That's his response. Oh, you know what? This, it's all starting to come together, though, because I remember seeing that video where the woman was like, she cut out the little strip yeah. <laughs> of her mask. and She's like, this is a 5G whatever. Why? She said it was like a 5G wire. Yeah. If people listening don't know, there's a video of a woman um, and you can't see her. You just see like her hands and this the disposable like blue mask. And she takes scissors and she cuts out like a bottom piece of the mask that is clearly the part that's used to like hold the bottom part in place around your face. Then she pulls out this little wire and she's like, this is the 5G wire, y'all. They're putting them in the mask and they're making everybody sick. Stop wearing these masks. And the video ends. <laughs> All these examples to show that these people with these huge platforms are spreading what I believe to be misinformation on like ridiculous levels. Yeah. And obviously everybody following them doesn't necessarily believe them, but enough people like like and interact with these posts that definitely make you believe that, you know, they're on the same page. And it's like so many different sections of people. You know what I mean? I just feel like, People who are following Teddy Riley might not be following Wiz Khalifa, but they're being exposed to the same type of idea all the same. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. We're going to be looking real dumb if 5G actually makes people sick, though. Oh. Me? <laughs> I mean, not really. We're just discussing it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We're just asking questions. <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, let's see. Where am I at? Oh, this is like a couple examples from not just the United States. So, in the Atlantic.com, um, it stated that as COVID spread, fears about 5G involvement increased. So, mm-hmm. there was an arson in the Netherlands where the words, fuck 5G, were like written all over the place. I guess that was supposed to be some sort of like demonstration or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an incident in the UK where a um, network engineer who was working was reportedly spit on, causing spit him on? to later fall ill with what was believed to be COVID, but most likely because he was spit on, not because he was working on a 5G tower or whatever. That's that is that's beyond that that's that's cartoon levels of yeah. Yeah, a lot of like the engineers and the workers and stuff were starting to be harassed on the job. There's a woman who like took a video of these guys who were trying to like they're just they're on the clock. They're doing a job. They're trying to install what they were told to install. And she's like, you know, you know, you're killing people and all kinds of stuff like that. And I had a note in here to talk about the woman with the mask, but (laughs) you already already brought it over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the World Health Organization um, noted that there are like decades of research um, already conducted that hasn't found any significant health risks from low-level electromagnetic fields, which is what um, 5G uses. They're all low-level electromagnetic fields. There's also a fact page um, about 5G and COVID. Um, and it like lists a couple things. So it says that the viruses cannot travel on radio waves slash mobile networks, which is what you said earlier, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. That COVID is spreading in countries that don't have 5G mobile networks. So the Carrie Hilson like tweet that was made earlier, you know, um, in March when COVID, I guess, was getting kicked off. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time there weren't too many cases in like, Africa and like different places that didn't have a lot of 5G networks installed yeah. yet, but obviously that changed as time went on. I mean, even if they're even if they weren't, it's just crazy to me that we went right to 5G. I guess because of what you said, like the the groundwork for it was already there. Mm-hmm. But like, if I had heard that, like assuming that it's true that places that don't have 5G aren't getting it, I would assume just because it's less international travel. Because they're less developed places, but yeah, we just went right to five G somehow. I don't know. I mean, but if you're like, like I was gonna say, like we said, if you're already looking for that, that's what you're gonna find. True. Yeah, you're just gonna be like, oh, that makes True. so much sense. Um, and then I think one of the last major points they made was that COVID spreads through respiratory droplets when an infected person coughs, sneezes, or speaks. Not five G. The <laughs> electromagnetic fields. Yeah. Right. And so. Wrapping up, actually, but these are some of the bigger challenges, right? So the biggest challenge with the 5G conspiracy and the explanation of why it's so difficult to, like, address and, like, talk people down from taking in this idea is that it's considered a populist conspiracy theory. And what those do is basically it 
divides the world into a us versus them type of mindset. Yeah. Um, by providing like simple explanations for complex problems, which appeals to a lot of people. So right. like we mentioned earlier, when COVID was happening, obviously I'm sure people were on it, working on it. Um, science takes time. Things take time and people needed a response. They needed an explanation like immediately. And when pe the people who believed that, you know, the 5G situation was causing it, when they came up and they say, it's this point blank period, people just hop onto that train because it's like mm -hmm. a reason. I do kind of wonder, though, like, to what extent the way it it's like a cultural, a, a cultural <laughs> thing, almost. Mm -hmm. um, because we do have an, like, as soon as it started happening, there was an explanation, right? Like, the explanation was that there is a virus. Mm -hmm. a, a new a new virus or at least one that hasn't been this like prevalent until now mm -hmm. and it's spreading at such in such a way that like it's become a pandemic mm -hmm. and that is an explanation in and of itself to me like that's not something that is just beyond the pale we've had pandemics before in living memory no less mm -hmm. um and so i wonder if the need for an explanation comes less for and comes less from an explanation of like what's happening and more for and more from a desire for there to be a simple explanation um a, a simple cause that can be easily removed so that we can go back to living the way we were before so yeah. like one thing i've noticed during the pandemic is that we have this really strong aversion to the idea that like I, I want to say bad things can happen almost mm -hmm. um the idea that failure is on the table or like a thing can happen and then we won't be able to just go back to whatever we were doing mm -hmm. like the idea that sometimes we our lives have to change in response to something that happens mm -hmm. and i think that that's such a a prevalent like mindset that like this is the way things are, the way we're living right now, and it can't change, that rather than when something like the pandemic happens, rather than going, okay, the explanation is a pandemic that has happened, that idea that like, okay, things can't change steps in. So you know that like it can't be that this pandemic has happened and we have to lock down and change our lives or else it'll keep happening. It has to be that there's some like thing that was introduced that we can remove mm -hmm. because things have to be the way that they are. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel does. like I talked for a long time to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you basically said this, but you can like see it. And like, in my opinion, this is, this is the new normal, you know? This is yeah. And like, this is, this is it. I mean, it's really, depressing and kind of like hard to deal with especially considering the stage in life that you're in like for us people keep telling oh you're you know you're just at the beginning this is when things get good girl i can't go anywhere <laughs> like what are you saying bro let me but, tell you as as a as a um as a late millennial the <laughs> the whole things just get good 
all that means to me now is that there's about to be an economic collapse. <laughs> that That's what that sentence means to me. Yeah. I think people just, they just want a simple, a simple fix. They want to do what they want to do, no matter what. People mm. keep talking about, oh yeah, when we go back to normal, you, you, I don't think they're like that normal is gone. You know what yeah. I mean? There is now, when you look in history books, I think it's going to be before COVID and after COVID. Yeah. Like there's no normal is, is normal was off the table the second this happened. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And people, I guess that's kind of what I was saying. Like people are fighting so hard against that that I think we're just making it worse, honestly. What do you mean you um, think? <laughs> we yeah, definitely enough. are making it worse. Like, Because yeah. so it, it didn't, I don't think it even had to be, at least not in America, it didn't have to be this bad. It if didn't. we could have just, if we could have just actually, I don't know. Sat the hell down for a second. For even a moment. Like, and, and the worst part is, I feel like we're going to, what we're going to take away from this is that lockdowns don't work because we tried to institute a lockdown and everything still spread. But like really what happened is we tried to do a lockdown and like half the country said, nah. And so it didn't work. That's but exactly. we're in, instead of like us going, okay, it doesn't work. If everyone doesn't do it, we're going to go, Oh, it just doesn't work. Yeah. And then the next time this pandemic, this kind of thing happens and, based on my very limited knowledge about this kind of thing, it almost certainly will happen. Because mm -hmm. I keep hearing that, like, epidemiologists have been apparently warning us about this kind of thing being more normal for years now. Mm -hmm. um, but again, things are the way they are, and that can never change for any reason. So we just didn't prepare for it, I guess. Um, so when it happens again... It's just going to be even worse. It's going like, to be even worse. It's going to be even worse. That's exactly right. People think, oh, shutdown didn't work. We didn't do a shutdown. We never no. did a shutdown. No. Like We just wasted. We. It, it's incredible to me. We found, like, we, I don't know if we could have found a worse way to handle something if you had paid people. Because, like, what we did was, well, we did pay people to come up with this <laughs> this solution but um what we ended up doing was could you you have like two things you can do in response to the pandemic one is like you can shut it shut it down to try and stop the spread and get that under control and then slowly reopen now that the virus has basically died off sort of or you can just say nah and just open it up mm -hmm. right um but if you shut everything down, you have to, like, keep people, like... Alive. Yeah, you, you have to, you like, provide them need. with yeah, rent. Resources. Yeah, you have to pay them to stay home, basically. Mm -hmm. um, but what we did was we crafted the perfect, like, we said, all right, everybody has to stay home, but we're not going to pay you to do that. So you have to stay home. And figure it and out. And you have no way to actually keep living. And then also, like, that's just going to directly lead to people not staying home. Mm -hmm. And then we're just going to keep doing it that way. Yeah. It's, it's, we, we tried to make, like, a, a, 
I don't know. It, it almost if if it was gonna be that, we should have just not closed down. It because like then people at least wouldn't be like at least they would still have their money coming in. Maybe I mean probably stuff would still people would still like you'd probably still have like a slowdown just mm-hmm. because people would look around at the pandemic happening and just be less be more careful anyway but like it it wouldn't yeah who knows i would say but Actually, would it <laughs> i don't know i i would like to believe so Some, but who knows well, who knows I, yeah. um but yeah i don't know we we it's like we perfectly crafted the worst possible solution and chose that one instead of anything else it's incredible yeah and, and honestly then, thinking about that I mean, I'm not like keeping up with this, but maybe that that probably feeds more into what people are thinking. People are probably thinking the pandemic's still here because y'all didn't get rid of them five G towers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, why not? I, I mean, I know why not, but like at at this point, I don't know. This year made me really be more sympathetic towards conspiracy theorists because, like, if if you were to go back four or five years in time not even four, if you were to go back three years in time and explain to me what happened in 2020 (laughs) and tell me like what our government's response to it would be, I wouldn't have believed you. Like I would have, I would have said there's no way. Cause like, I feel like any regular person at a glance can look at that, those decisions and go, I don't think that's going to work. I don't think that's going to work out, but we sure enough i mean if they're gonna do that maybe they are planning something who knows yeah i mean i i don't think they are i hate saying that because i don't want to like i don't know somehow radicalize our one imaginary viewer (laughs) to (laughs) to a conspiracy theorist but like i i get it i i absolutely do get the the distrust of the government who wouldn't distrust the government after all this right and then um, back to like some of the points why it's really difficult to like I guess I would say control but I don't think that's what I mean to I guess address talk about is and I think this is the biggest point is that conspiracy theories in general but specifically this one mm-hmm. bring together people from like a variety of different communities into one large group so mm-hmm. you've got people from the far right who see the 5g technology as a way for the government to attack our individual freedoms who believe in this you've got people who can who are anti-vaccinations who have a big trust of like big pharma and they think that you know the pandemic has some sort of connection with them just trying to make money and profit Mm -hmm. and then you've got like minority minority communities let's say like black people who have a distrust of the government and science altogether yeah throw all those people into one group and just you've got merged. this large just like radical yeah group yeah. of people believing in this one thing and on top of that you got your their favorite celebrities telling you like egging them on yep well what what else would you expect to happen yeah in that scenario yeah. incredible and so that's what i have learned <laughs> about the 5g conspiracy in relation to wow did you learn? I feel like I lost some knowledge. <laughs> Did I learn? I mean, I don't know. I, feel, I mean, I kind of knew this was already happening. Like, I would see... That's why I find it crazy that you haven't seen this on 
I know you're not on like your social media all the time, but I find it crazy that you haven't seen like glimpses of this at all. Look, my social listen, my social media ecosystem is pristine. Okay, <laughs> it it is it is. What am I? It it is the vegan social media ecosystem. Not- it is the cleanest because <laughs> people. People, when I talk to my friends and people I know, they're like, oh man, my social media, people post such dumb things. And like my social media does upset me sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's because of the information about the world that I'm getting. It's it's almost never because someone posts something. I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah. And I have just, I guess I've just crafted the perfect echo chamber for myself, but I don't rage at Twitter like I see most people do. So yeah. I think I think that, yeah, that's true. I mean, I follow people, and in my brain, I would think me and these people are on the same like, you know, wavelength about most things. Mm-hmm. But then I think what happens is one, we're really not like the way that I think we are. Mm-hmm. And then they follow people. You know how people just follow because they want the numbers. It's mm-hmm. a lot of that. And I guess the section of Twitter that I'm in, let's say, is Twitter. And so because of that, people are just kind of mixed and mingled in there. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing is if you follow somebody who will find stuff that they disagree with and retweet it, that's another thing too. Because th- there's a lot of there's a lot of content on Twitter that's like, not I'm posting this because I agree with it, but I'm posting this because, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Everyone look. And I do follow some people like that, but those people tend to be like reporter types. Yeah. So it's, it's less of an outrage machine type situation and more of a, Hey, this thing is happening. You need to be aware. Yeah. I think, I think that is kind of what happens less than a reporter type, but more like, uh, this person said something stupid. I'm going to comment. This is ridiculous. And people retweet that. And so obviously I see the initial thing and I'm like, how? I'm living on the planet with these people? Like, yeah. Yeah. The real gag is they feel the same way about you. Yeah, I know. That's what's really crazy. And that's why I firmly believe that everybody should just live in their nice little secluded area and just, you know, that's the best way to be happy. Just live in a bubble. Yeah. I, it, it's what a year. Yeah. But what a, what a year. I think I have learned. Let me tell you what, I've learned that this, like most things, has gone on for much longer than I would think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. guess I've only been alive for like 20 years, so I wouldn't know that much. But you think this is something new. Like everything that's crazy seems this must be new. Da-da-da-da. People have like been doing this about everything. Now, like yeah. you said, to be fair, the fear of radiation and stuff in the past makes sense. You know what I mean? I get yeah. it. You got you're in the middle of a war and people are talking about radiation and all that kind of stuff and yep I I get that but I think if anything that's the takeaway I got all the other stuff is just a confirmation of how like easily impressed we are <laughs> about like everything yeah I don't know I wish I could solve the problem of why is it always something like this like like we said earlier it's never oh, this uh, highly respected virologist is saying blah, 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 and that idea has taken the world by storm, and now we have all these people who are just washing their hands fanatics. 
Like it's it's never <laughs> it's never something like that. It's always some kind of five G conspiracy. And I well maybe because like uh, I guess we just don't talk about it. But a lot of people really are wearing their masks and trying to wash their hands more. So maybe maybe yeah. we just don't pay attention to it. I mean, people are. I think the reason we just don't pay attention to that is because like those people are doing that, but the damage that the people who don't do it does so much worse is like 10 times that that it over it overpowers that yeah just just it's just so so beyond i don't know yeah but yeah everybody that was episode for today might have been shorter i'm not sure i don't really have the time but you know it is what it is um if you made it to the end thanks for listening uh once again i'm deja and I'm Xavier. And this was the Mixed Frequency Podcast. Why are you laughing? <laughs>